Sound of Truth starts now. Welcome to Sound of Truth Weekly Interview, as we seek to inform, inspire, and encourage you in your walk with Christ through engaging interviews of ordinary people in whom God is doing an extraordinary work. I'm your host, Brett Morani, and I'm excited that you've chosen to join us. Phil, let's start off at the beginning. Tell us uh, you were born, where uh, you were raised. And- born in Maryland, raised in California. Don't, don't think too bad of me. Uh, but spent most of my life traveling around. I was in the Coast Guard. Lived, I've lived all over from coast to coast. Uh, uh, spending most of my time here in Florida. Eventually, okay. Um, I was raised Catholic in a small town in California. Okay. Um, and from there, I joined the Coast Guard. And during the because of the Vietnam War, didn't want to be drafted. My dad was in the Army. In Vietnam at the time, and he said, don't wait to be drafted. So I went into the Coast Guard. My cousin was in it. Um, and uh, I had a career of 28 years in the Coast Guard. Wow. And, thank, thank you for your service to our country. Well, it was it, it was uh, a joy. A lot of it, some of it, you just had to put up with. But it, for the most part, it was I, I enjoyed it. Um, uh, during... My career in the Coast Guard, we, we did a lot of things, and um, and I got into some trouble early on, and uh, it was mostly because of drinking. I was a, I drank a lot, and of course that, that was the thing back then in the in the military. Now it not so much. They don't they don't put it tolerate that much anymore, but they tolerated back then, mm-hmm. so they tolerated me, mm-hmm. but um, it, and as I progressed. Uh, about 1981, I was in Northern Europe, in a, and it was a, a kind of a tough situation, what, what we were doing. And uh, so I was really anxious and uh, uh, nervous about what was happening. And I had a small Bible with me that, uh, for whatever reason, I took with me. And I started reading it in the I had about a day and a half to read it, and I was going through it, and I got to John. Uh, and I read through; it was just the old uh, New Testament and Psalms and uh, Proverbs. You got it. You got it with you, don't you? The very yeah, one. Yeah, this this very one. It's um, a little uh, pocket New Testament and Psalms from, and I guess Proverbs from the Gideons. The Gideons. Yeah, thank thank God for the Gideons. They do <laughs> a great work. I don't even know where I got it from or who gave it to me at this point, but it had a a lot of. Uh, uh, like songs uh, in it, uh, which I thought was kind of interesting. Not just going into the straight into the New Testament. Uh, and uh, yes, so you were in the Gospel of John reading. I was in the Gospel of John reading uh, John one forty three and forty four, I think. Okay. And it a specific uh, it, it uh, Jesus called out. Uh, for Philip to follow him, mm-hmm. and it was Philip with one L, and this is the old King, uh, the new old King James version. Mm-hmm. And uh, the next one was from uh, Philip was described as being from the town of Bethsaida, mm-hmm. and I was born in Bethesda, Maryland. So it kind of it really I, at that point I that knew jumped out off the page. Actually, it right? jumped Phil off the page, and it was Bethesda, just like and Jesus is calling out Philip from Bethsaida. Uh, yeah. I, it was like a lightning bolt. Uh, it was mm. just, you know, was, I can't describe it. Uh, and uh, 
I went around for a, a little bit of time there because I still had to work, and we were in a foreign country, so I didn't have a lot of time to think too much on it, although the feeling was still there. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I when I finally got back home, I really didn't do anything about it. Kind of, you know, it, it went away, the, that uh, feeling that I had had, and I really didn't. The world came back to me, and I was sucked back into what I was doing. But you can look back on that time as a spiritual marker where the Lord spoke to you. I exactly and right. That was part of His process of bringing you to Himself. Uh, mm-hmm. That is, that's the beginning for me, mm-hmm. and I've never forgotten that. Um, then moving on to uh, present day, I guess you want to say in 2014 or 15, um, Harvest had a a military appreciation day. It was for Veterans Day. And uh, a friend of mine who I'd been building uh, a room edition with, uh, we were together a lot, and he was playing Way Radio, and I started to ask questions and stuff. And I, I remember one time, uh, I don't know how we got into it, but he described the, um, and I might have been reading in the Bible then, uh, a, a lake of fire and a gnashing of teeth. And I just, that was like another moment. It was like cold fear, just, I mean, really cold fear ran through me. Mm. And I didn't know exactly what to do about it. Uh, but but I continued to come to Harvest and uh, got in a life group. And, um, you know, we have a lot of mature uh, Christians here who know the Bible a lot. And they, when you ask a question... Uh, they can tailor it to your level, and that was really great. Um, it was I was in the life group for adults upstairs, and it was it was a big life group, small group, but it was big back then before we changed to life groups. Yeah. So we continued on, and there was a you gave a sermon, and I'm not sure the whole the theme of it, but I just remember you describing. <laughs> Jesus is coming into a pound, a dog pound, mm-hmm. and saying to, you know, opening up a, one of the kennels and saying, come with me, you mangy mutt. Mm. And I, I knew then that, that's, that you were talking right to me. Mm-hmm. Jesus was talking right to me. I, I knew that that's, I had to do something. Here was the time to act. And I had to, I was, it scared me. And I, I had to think about it and decide, make a conscious decision, turn my uh, life over to Christ. And that's what I did. And uh, I was baptized here uh, uh, probably a month later, a couple of months later. And I just remember being so euphoric about it uh, that... Uh, that and a lot of that continues to today. Uh, there's a lot more work to it than there than I thought there was about it uh, in in reading scripture. You've got to you've got to read, and I I have a lot of regrets about not doing it when I was younger because you know there was so much more I could I could learn, uh, uh, and I'm trying to learn it now, and sometimes it's a little hard <laughs> to. To come to the understanding that a lot of the mature people that are in harvest have yeah. to 
be able to to talk to it and talk to others about it too. I have uh, it's uh, kind of a area that I'm not too strong in uh, is talking to other people. So yeah, well, you're but, talking to other people right now. Well, you're talking yes. to me in the sorry, studio, but you, you're in this office. But you are yeah, this but, is going to go out to folks uh, and they'll hear your story. So that's part I, of it. This is one of your ways you're being faithful well, to share your story, brother. That's that's great. Yeah. I that's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> I mean, it's easier to talk and yeah. have people listen to me than I uh, than to know how to evangelize to other people. Well, I think. I think a lot of times we have a misconception that evangelism is something to where we have to be like Billy Graham or, or the pastor. And a lot of times evangelism is just us sharing our story of God's grace in our lives. And, and I think the other is being, um, showing who we are in Christ mm. without mm-hmm. having to say anything. When somebody looks at yeah. you and says, you know, you your to, character the, the, defines you. The walk has to back up the talk. Right, right, yeah. right. We have to talk, but but it has to. We better make sure our walk is is we're authentic. Not that we're perfect. We're not going to be. Uh, we're going to mess up in a lot of ways. But do they truly see an authentic heart for the Lord and a desire to do the right thing, et cetera? So um, now this is my chance to, to preach, but I'm I'm going to avoid oh, that. that. No, uh, I, I, I want to encourage you also. You know, I, I think that's a great testimony what you just shared that some people may not to hear may need to hear because maybe they're putting off trusting Christ, and maybe they're saying, well, someday I'll do that. Now that you have crossed the line of faith and you're, you're inside God's kingdom, you're part of his family, you're saying, man, I wish I'd have done this earlier. Looking back is, is uh, I've been doing that for the last couple of weeks, thinking about past, and every once in a while things would come up I'd never thought about. Mm-hmm. And the biggest thing is that uh, the times when I thought I, that were really terrible times were all gifts. Because they got me, they there was a purpose to it, and yeah. and I'm here, mm-hmm. and I, I, as you say, crossed the line, and that's to me is uh, worth every everything that I've gone through in the past. Uh, One of the Old Testament prophets, uh, I believe it may have been Joel, uh, talks about how God redeems the years that the locust ate, <laughs> and that's an encouragement to me as I've wrestled through. I wish I'd have been more faithful years ago. I wish I'd have done more or whatever. But God is always meeting us where we're at with his grace and mercy. And so he, he's you're in his hands, and although you look back and say, I wish I'd done this a long time ago, God had you right on the timetable when he was going to bring you to himself, and you have to trust in that. And that's what I, yeah, I trust in that. And yeah. so so thankful. And thank, thank God for his mercy to you now. So so much. Yeah. So much. Uh, and and. The, his forgiveness uh, of uh, all the things in my past that mm. need forgiving. And I, as I read, I find there are more that I need to be forgiven from, you know. and Or, or there's more that you have been forgiven of. I, yes, that's yeah. a better way to put it. Yeah, uh, you, you're forgiven forever for all your sins Yeah, because uh, of the cross. Yeah, and cross. I like, you know, even the ones I won't remember at all, they're covered. They're covered. As we learned, we looked at in Leviticus last week, or uh, I guess in the podcast, Rick and I talked about unintentional sins. Uh, yeah, yeah, unintentional. We, uh, we don't know we're even doing it. There's all so many sins. That's and he covers them all. Yeah, that's, that's that's awesome. Weird. That, yeah. The unintentional. I love what you wrote when you when you filled out your testimony on paper. 
I knew I woke up to Jesus and his death and resurrection. That, that's the key gospel. That's the main thing. Not just I need to become a new person, not just I'm regretful of the things I did, but my only hope is in Christ and what he did for me through the cross and his resurrection. Then you wrote this, and I just love it. You said, simply, simply Jesus paid it all. Exactly, and that's, that's the song that, uh, that really says it for me, that, that those few stanzas and the, the, uh, the refrain course, say yeah. it. Uh, and we used to, when we had things written on the posts here at one time, I think that was on it, uh, uh, that uh, sin uh, was crimson, and but it was washed it white as snow. Amen. Uh, and that's the key to it all. Well, brother, we're thankful for you, thankful that God saved you and has made, us part of, made you part of his forever family. And he also specifically made you a member of this local church and family. And I'm so blessed that this is so, where I came. Well, we, we love you, brother, and appreciate you sharing your testimony. Thank you. If you're enjoying this podcast, please share with your friends. Thanks. The music is by Canon and is used with permission. This podcast is copyrighted by Brett Amorani, 2021.